0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the very first episode of the stories podcast. It's kind of crazy. A little crazy. Let me first start off by saying I'm doing this in my dorm room with my phone, right? This is probably going to be not only this, but a few other episodes are probably going to be by far the worst podcast recordings you will ever hear. So I ask that whoever is listening to this, just be a patient with me, because um, this will get a lot, or I will need a lot of getting used to doing this. God dang it, that's one of my roommates. I don't think he's coming in here. Okay. Um, today I wanted to talk about moving out of college. I'm a freshman and it's a, uh, it's pretty crazy right now. This is so, this is so ridiculous. Uh, it's pretty crazy. I, I remember moving out and, God dang it. You know what? Give me a second. Jesus. Okay. He's gone now. Uh, yeah, no, moving in was pretty interesting. I was pretty scared moving in first, like any anyone else, really. It's kind of like i mean this is all very cliche you just move in oh my god he's coming back i'm just gonna talk over it hopefully this isn't too bad this is pretty terrible but i don't care anymore it's pretty cliche to say but you know moving in was a change for most people including myself and um you know when you first get into a college there's a lot of sitting by yourself if you're a loser like myself, which I very much am. And so that was something I had to get used to. And missing all my high school friends, oh, my goodness. And, like, knowing where to sit. That's the one thing that school does that's pretty nice is that, like, you know where, like, because it's all so systematic. Everyone meets up at the same time, same place. You know where they're going to be. But it's, like like, over the summer, oh, my goodness. It was so difficult to even organize properly any sort of organization with my friends because everyone was so busy. There was nothing that sort of brought us together the same way school did. And so to have to do that all over again was pretty interesting to say the least. I would say though that I don't know if I was really too eager to talk to everyone, to see everyone, random faces all over again because I have a little bit of a, uh a hesitancy to make friends with just random people in general uh just because i don't know random people and you know i keep my uh, guard up a little bit more around people i don't know god dang oh my excuse me so uh yeah i i kind of really didn't mind doing that but i know some people might and so I mean, hey, if, if you are the person who likes to talk to people, then would want to have friends, or wouldn't want to sit or eat alone, then really what you should be doing is meeting out, and going out, and reaching out to other people, putting some effort into talking to other people, because that's what a lot of people say, a lot of like juniors, sophomores, older people, will tell you to to reach out, and put some oh god, dear lord that tell you to reach out and put effort into making friends because a lot of people, a lot of freshmen, are all in the same boat as you. And, I mean, it's just a matter of who's going to make the first move, really. And that's the cool thing about it is that, like, a lot of the times, there's not much rejection because practically no one one has anything better to do. Like, I mean, I'm referring, we were talking about sitting at lunch together, but also, like, just hanging out and making plans, like, everyone's free, most of the time, obviously, excluding, like, the times they have classes, but, you know, they're all willing, most of them, at least, oh, Jesus Christ, most of them, <coughs> excuse me, are willing to, uh, just hang out, and say yes, and so, like, the, uh, what's the word, you know, like, the percentage of yeses versus nos is, like, not as, uh, not as unbalanced towards the negative side as I guess someone might be uh, used to experiencing when they like say it to, or try to hang out with like a random stranger on the street in their city. You know, the, the college experience, the university experience is different. The culture is different. People are always trying to meet new other people. And that's what I like about it because and that's what I like about starting this because I, I, I hope that I'm going to be able to meet some cool people. Uh, and share some cool stories and uh, enjoy, you know, a bit of life, a little bit, just a tiny bit, maybe, maybe a little bit more. So, yeah, if if you're ever in, no, for all you seniors, rather, getting ready for college, that's what you should do, man. You should go out and don't do shrooms, okay? Don't do the druggies. No, what you should be doing is reaching out once you hit the campus, saying hello to all your fellow mates, reaching out and uh, enjoying it. That's that's one thing that you got to do, man, is really just enjoy the beauty of it all. Like, like this campus that I'm in, it's really beautiful. At night, I, I came in here. Uh, I moved in on a Saturday evening and my parents left and my family helped me. And they left uh, at, like, 7 or 8. <clears throat> and so I kind of, like, took, I guess I get, like, 20 minutes to just walk around the campus after they had left. And it was just so alive. Like, Austin is such an alive city. And then the campus is also just they're so alive. Like, people were just moving. It seemed like there was, like, all these groups who just had, like, some place to be or some place that they were going it was so cool to watch because i wasn't used to that and it's it's like a it's it's a cool thing to experience it sounds like cliche god it sounds like cliche almost but uh i don't know man there's something so like admiring about just seeing people doing their own thing all enjoying themselves it's really cool i feel like uh the great gatsby I think that's his name, the dude who like threw all the parties and never actually engaged in, just like washed over everyone. It's kind of weird, but no, I enjoy I enjoy engaging in it too. Obviously, I think sometimes. Anywho, yeah, admiring the beauty of, of it all is also very important because sometimes you get too wrapped up into into the uh, I guess culture of things here at universities. Maybe you're like wrapped up into the jock culture or the cheerleading culture or uh, academic culture. It's like sometimes that destroys a lot of the cool things about about the place that you're in because you just focus on it too much and you don't get to broaden your perspective. You don't get to look around and just look at, uh, what is it? That that expression, stop and smell the roses. Yeah, you don't get to do that when you're when you're too, in, engulfed in that in any sort of culture. Too, I guess, focused in in some way, um, but also I mean it's not always completely true. Or you know I guess you can do both. Maybe if you have a bit of a balance. But I know that if, if you are the type to get super stressed out for one reason or another because of you know whatever group you're in, maybe Johnny didn't say yes to you and he didn't want to kiss you or whatever, or Rebecca said you couldn't be in the cheerleading squad, like whatever uh, thing sort of like invokes stress and anxiety in you, I guess that That sort of feeling can be relieved when you just stop and smell the roses and you just admire and you just like laugh at how amazing all of this is. Like, it's a lot to explain and I can't really explain it well, but there's just it's it's so obvious to me how cool and how beautiful. Like, for example, okay. We had this event called Gone to Texas. It was like this huge welcoming ceremony for all the freshmen. And they displayed, uh, like it was really cool. They had like a contest, I think. They had, um, one of the guys actually that was featured, they had like these videos, these um, contest entry videos, that was okay. That didn't make any sense. Give me a second. I'm gonna try again. They had like this, uh, this contest prior to the event where like students could submit a video and it would get selected and displayed out in front of um, everyone to watch. This was outside by, by our campus tower, and um, it was one of the guys that was selected. I, I intend to get a, a podcast with him. Or I hope to. I don't know. Let's see how that works. But anywho, uh, as I was, as as the once the event was over, this this band started playing, and they came over and started playing a a piece. It's like the famous, or it's not the famous, but it's like the traditional Longhorn uh, musical piece. Where it's like I can't even. I'm gonna try and do it, but it's like actually I'm not gonna do it. Let's just pretend you know what it is. It's, it's not even that important. It's, it's just a musical piece. And on the side, you could see these protesters protesting. Um, I think it was the Eyes of Texas song. And I was just looking at it and I was like, I, re- I had a video of it. I took a video of it because I thought it was, it was pretty cool. I was just like amazed and wowed by it because they were, they were standing there. It was like a group of seven people holding a sign right beside the band team and this band team is in the center of The whole ceremony like they're on the stage almost and this protesting group is just on the side of it and they have a megaphone and they're trying to shout as loud as they can to get everyone's attention But obviously they're, they're being overshadowed by the band team because that band team is loud very loud And there was no way anyone was going to hear any of what they were trying to to express or what what they were trying to say. But it was just cool to see that happen. There was a police officer watching it all happen, too. And I saw one of the, uh, I don't know who it was, but it was probably like one of the workers or event leaders of the ceremony. Just walking up to the police officer and was like, you know, this is happening, right? And he looked at her and he was like, yeah, yeah, I see it. It's right. It's right there. Like, you didn't do anything about it. I thought that was cool, cause like, man, like these people, like it's it's so such it's such like an open environment where these people just do a lot of whatever they they want. Um, it's a little chaotic, but like it's in a cool way that it's chaotic. It's like so sporadic, and obviously that's that's pretty dangerous if I'm going to be honest. It's kind of scary, cause who knows what could happen? You know, a lot of bad things could happen, but it's also there's also a really cool aspect to it that i admired and uh we'll see how the rest of uh campus goes and the rest of what things go i uh i was eating lunch one time and i was also just noticing how freaking Mm -hmm. Well dressed, everyone is. It's kind of that's another thing you you realize when you when you go to college is that there's there's a serious there's a serious hierarchy. It's like a social hierarchy. It's pretty cool. I mean, I don't know if it's cool. It's a it's a little annoying, actually. I don't I don't know what to think of it exactly. I also have this lazy eye, which is kind of annoying. It's not a lazy eye, but it's like one of my eyes is is more closed than the other eye. It's really annoying. Anywho, I said that twice, by the way. Dude, this is so hard. Doing podcast podcast? Podcast by yourself talking for like what 50, 60, 30, 50 minutes? I don't know how they do that. That's like I'm already like what thirteen minutes in or so. And my throat's getting a little scratchy. Like, do they take breaks? They probably take breaks. It's probably the ads that come that come in between uh, the, those segments that probably, like, allow them, that's what they do, that's probably what they do, because I know Emma Chamberlain does one, and I feel like that's what she does, because I know she has ad breaks, that's probably what she does, anywho, these UT people really dress nice, I guess these are just people in general, but, like, I don't know, it's, it's, that's another thing to consider when you're going to college, is whether or not you're gonna try, to look presentable because you know college in general is horn city everyone's looking for someone or at least not everyone but you know a good majority of people are looking for at least someone and one way to do that is to look as that as, as presentable as possible and that's what they do that's and they do it fucking well too man like oh my god guys or oh, this is a little this is a little uh open, yeah, but, sheesh, uh, they they do a good job, I'll say that, they do a good job, see now, I try and do my best, right, but I still, you know, miss in many ways, in fact, I have a lot of problems with myself, I've realized, that uh, set me aback quite a lot, it's really, it's really fucking annoying, if I'm gonna be honest, for one, I wear glasses, which, okay, you know what? I'm not even gonna include that because I don't think that's really that much of a a setback. I think glasses actually aren't that unattractive. Some people do though. I was I was with this guy once we were at the pool. I got invited to hang out. Did I get invited? Yeah, I got invited to hang out with some other guys at a pool. And um, once we got out the pool, I, you know, I took off my glasses because I was swimming in the pool. And once we got out, I'm putting them back on. And one of the guys was like, oh, dude, you wear glasses? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, dude, you should just buy contacts, bro. That's what I do. And I was like, huh. I didn't think that was a, that big of a deal. I guess some people are, I guess some people consider glasses to be unattractive. But I did. I don't think they are that, that bad. So anyways, this glasses and then most obviously is the, uh, the facial blemishes. So what I like to say. I don't like to say acne because it feels like disgusting or pimples. I'm like, uh, pimples is like, that makes me like cringe almost. It's disgusting. I don't know how else to explain it, but it feels like, it feels like, um, degrading almost. <laughs> okay. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but, um, yeah, no definitely struggle with that it's really not i am i can confidently say now that i am a victim to this nonsense it's like not even my fault i do nothing wrong okay maybe that's not completely true the college pizza might have um something to do with it but hey man everyone eats college pizza and yet i struggle i can i don't even like saying struggle <laughs> but you yeah, know i have this stuff on my face so that sets me back a little bit you know, I can't really present myself as well. And also, um, my hair. I need to get a haircut. And I also don't know how to cut my hair very well. So that's two two major issues, <clears throat> additional issues too. Cause I, I could cut my hair terribly. And uh, well, and not only do I have like bad hair, but it's like a bad haircut. It's possible. I don't think it's gonna happen though because I've gotten a lot more practice since I started cutting my hair, which was, like, a year ago. And that sounds like a long time ago, but, you know, you only cut your hair. I only cut my hair every once in a while as it grew. So, like, maybe every month. And even then, I didn't always cut it. Sometimes I went to the barber because I gave up. But, yeah, yeah, I've got to I've gotta cut my hair and look more presentable because, um, <clears throat> I guess, in some sense, I'm a part of this horn city at the college life trying to find someone meet someone it's really ridiculous i mean okay not ridiculous but i mean it's i don't know it's a little it's a little uh interesting to say the least it's like uh i don't know we're all just kids when it comes to this this sort of stuff like really childish okay not childish but just kids i don't know how to explain it but you know like you you find the girl and you try to do everything to please her, or you find a guy and you try to do everything to please him. And you, you know, put on a front, and all of that, and you know, all in an effort to just get them to stay with you, or be with you. And um, it's a lot of energy and effort, man, into so, like this, like pretend game of playing around, you know, flirting. Obviously, I'm sure it doesn't come without its rewards, but um, it's a a risk versus reward type of situation, you know, whether or not you think it's worth it, whether or not you'd rather study or do whatever you you rather enjoy, like hobbies and whatnot, you know. Sometimes, in fact, I think the best sort of relationships are the ones that um, maybe actually don't even require the most amount of effort. In like the first, in the first, uh, uh, in the beginning stage of that relationship, like the ones where you guys just click, and you don't even have to do any of the, you know, prepping up and looking all nice and fine and saying all the right things. It's a lot easier for you, and I believe oftentimes those are like the best relationships because, I mean. The compali- the compatibility right off the bat, I'm sure would be much higher than uh, if it wasn't that that way. But yeah, um, it's pretty cool though just to see people doing it, and it's cool to see people trying to find uh, themselves. I as I'm doing that too. This podcasting was a pretty interesting. Pretty interesting uh, thing of mine. I hope it does does wonders for me. I don't even know what I'm saying at this point. I'm 21 minutes in and I'm I'm losing stamina. This is hard. Harder than I thought. As I said, guys, please forgive me for the lack of goodness of this podcast. This is not going to be a good podcast. And the next few ones are probably not going to be that much better. But eventually... I will get used to this, and things will get better. But for now, um, it's a little it's a little suspicious for now. Just a little sus. Sorry, I just dropped something. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. Right now, uh, I'm looking to I'm looking to uh, live a good life and work towards something. Uh, work towards a you know. Doing something productive because uh, I I've had like a dream a dream to uh, live, to live a good life to you know do good things it's very uh, ambitious um, and it gets me in pretty tough pickles pretty slimy situations uh, as you guys know well maybe you don't I actually have a TikTok account. And I I had <clears throat> gained like a few hundred thousand followers, almost at a million. And uh, yeah, I just stopped posting because, well, my ambitions were really high, and I just didn't know how I could I could do it. Essentially, I didn't I didn't think I could. I didn't believe in what I was shooting for anymore. I wanted to use my TikTok account and sort of rebrand it into something that fits and aligns with what my original goals were in the beginning of all of this, beginning of starting the account. But um but doing that, you know, posting different content is difficult. And it's difficult because like when you in when you're in the social media space, right? You um uh, what what you realize is that like big names like David Dobrik, Logan Paul, these are actually just my favorites. KSI, these people, um, you know, and and Charlie DeMille, Well, Charlie Demi is a bit of a exception, but I think in some case, in some sense, she's still some of these people are known for a uh, specific thing that 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 they've done that's gone extremely viral, right? And and I'm sure they've made like I'm sure David's made hundreds of videos. Okay, maybe well no yeah I'm sure he's made hundreds of videos that at first were never really noticed, but all it took was about like one or two really, really, uh, entertaining videos to blow up, that really, like sets up a career, and it's, you see that with artists as well. Is like they did once you get one hit, and you under recognize the sort of pattern that comes along with that hit and you're able to replicate it or revitalize it, um, well, then it's like you've really like you you found the treasure chest. And so that's essentially what I did is I found my treasure chest. I found a sort of model for how to like gain followers and get views and raise the the whole following and uh, all of that. But I realized as I continued that, well, I mean, like I said, like it just wasn't what I wanted. I wanted to create um, something that I think was more sustainable, which was uh, an account based on like memories and living like a good life, living a life that's enjoyable, you know? I shut up, you don't know. I'm just saying, you know, cause that's what you say, you know? <laughs> Uh, yeah but, but that's hard that's really hard and so I don't know I, I mean I just I couldn't ride behind something like a TikTok account like that and so maybe one option I guess is to have a derivative of something like that like, a, like an account that does something similar and maybe a YouTube video that does a YouTube account that does something similar and a podcast that does something similar but together they're like the message is clear. Maybe. I don't know. I don't. I don't know is what I was trying to say before I got interrupted. Um, Anywho, I've talked. Oh, shoot. I've talked uh, quite a bit. And hopefully you guys were able to get something out of this that was not completely nonsensical. I will see you guys later on the next podcast. Uh, episode thing Uh, ta-ta for now kisses and uh, remember to eat your vegetables